Welcome to Gears Action Growth, shifting business culture one conversation at a time. My name's Christy Murray, and I usually join Dr. Josephine Palermo, whose superpower is to create business cultures that transform organizations team by team. But today, Josephine will be discussing personal branding with special guest, Dr. Graham Bai. Hope you get value from it. Well, welcome, Graham. Good morning. It's so fantastic to finally get here because I know we've been trying to play uh, phone tag a little bit to get here, um, but um, that's what happens when you have busy a busy life and family and lockdown in between. Um, so, Graham, how are you? Uh, fantastic. Yeah, I'm sitting up here in um, in sunny Albury, and I've oh. got to admit I'm out of lockdown, so it's a uh, a bit of a different world up here, so oh. feeling for everyone who is in lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. That's right, you are in Albury, which is beautiful. I'll have to come up there very soon. Um, Absolutely, uh, It's yeah. been a while, it's been a while. So so just um, for our listeners, um, today I'm with Graham By. He's an organisational psychologist and a really good friend of mine. Um, Graham and I have been friends for a long time. We actually met when he enrolled in the Masters of Organisational uh, Psychology course where I was a lecturer and I could instantly see his wisdom in all the small moments that he shared in the classroom and then since then, you know, we've had, um, you know, a lot of a lot of experiences and a journey um, since then. So, but today I thought it would be great to get Graham on uh, because he's been helping clients with their personal brand and I'm really fascinated by that, Graham. Um, so can you um, maybe maybe talk a little bit about yourself and how you got there and, and why why personal brand has become such a focus of your work? Yeah, Josie, it's um, over a, a bit of a journey uh, coming out of um, some senior HR management roles and I realised during my career that I'd ab- actually done nothing to get where I'd got to. And... Um, and actually the conversations I've had with people uh, just in talking to them about brand are revealing something similar, that people arrive at a point in their careers and they're, they're not sure basically how they get there. And I've got to say in my situation, they weren't bad moves by any stretch. They were um, probably something that I just didn't fully own. And uh, at that time, um, as I moved into the, the last role I had in HR actually I started to reflect on how um, I hadn't actually arrived there by any particular process and felt that there were time, time would come when I was um, perhaps not needed in the business maybe my skill set would be redundant uh, and I got to the point where I thought I don't want to be told um, you know that I'm not needed uh, in a particular business I wanted to decide my fate I suppose and so um, what I reflect on now was uh, probably a, a fundamental process of branding that I moved towards, which included um, training in psychology, moving towards uh, some of the strengths that I had that probably weren't being used as much in my HR role. I tended to get moved uh, into areas uh, of industrial relations when there were disputes and, and issues. And whilst I was interested in that and motivated by that, I felt that it wasn't using my strengths and and passions completely. And uh, so the journey I started on was um, quite a a long one, 
But um, in the end, I actually arrived and registered as a psychologist, um, as Josie said, through the um, uh, the Masters of Organisational Psychology. And so my brand at that stage um, really was about moving into an area where I could help people be more focused on growth and learning for people uh, and use those strengths that I had, which was in that, in that interaction area. So rather than doing um, things in my career that didn't set me on fire, that, that I wasn't necessarily passionate about, but they were certainly useful to earn an income, I was now in a position where I was, um, I was doing those kinds of things that, that uh, people talk about when they refer to you know, that, that joy of going to work, that, that aspect of, of feeling like you're in a state of flow and uh, in a really good place in terms of being motivated to do what you do. That's wonderful, Graham. And, and I totally resonate with that because I think people who are early in their career often look at people who are later in their career and they think that there's been all these planned decisions, you know, these choices along the way. And there have been choices, but they're not necessarily planned, to your point. And so I love that idea of kind of, you know, wanting to get into the sort of, I guess, seasoned part of your career and thinking, I want to own some of this and I want to follow follow flow but but I guess the question that I have is you know um, what's brand got to do with it because I think in Australia as well we have this kind of cultural cringe related to even the word branding um, you know we see we see kind of it applied on Instagram with Instagram influencers and that's not quite quite where most people believe they should be so can you kind of give us an idea of what personal branding means for you and what how, and and for your your clients in particular yeah look i agree with you personal branding and the term brand has a real um unfortunately negative uh connotation and it, it brings up images of of selling something fake you know the the kind of thing that people do um you know charlatans and people who are doing something just to uh to push a particular yeah. product or service or whatever so um uh, you know and we can think of brand if we think about some of the popular brands like bunnings weber Flo flying doctor service all those kind of brands that are quite positive out in the public arena and what stands out in brands that are successful and what makes a personal brand successful is that it is authentic so actually personal branding is quite the opposite of the image that um, people might conjure up so personal branding starts with accessing who you are as a person your strengths those attributes that you have um, your values the principles that you live by and then bringing some of those forward in terms of what does this mean in terms of what I can do for someone. And so branding has that element of both who am I, what can I do and who do I do it for. So it's really quite uh, a nice combination of those elements that is so far removed from the fake uh, kind of connotation right. that people might have. It's, uh, it's really quite a powerful way to live your life because we know when we're being authentic, when we get in that state, when we're in, in a kind of a state of flow, we know that we're highly motivated. We know that we're doing good work and we know that we're getting um, able to sustain that over a long period of time while we develop our, you know, our ability to, to bring more and more to that particular situation. 
Oh, I love that. So, 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 Graham, you're saying really personal branding can be a vehicle through which we can develop a more authentic expression of our, our, our of our authentic self. Is that right? Am I kind of summarising that correctly? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. That that is what it's about. That that's what makes love it that. so powerful. Is that you actually um, have to do some kind of navel gazing I suppose or some blue sky thinking about yourself you've got to develop this this sense of self-awareness and it it does mean that you spend a bit of time thinking about those strengths what what gets me in the zone when I'm doing something that feels effortless effortless and um and, I, and I'm really starting to to fly along and, and highly motivated so it really is that that aspect is important mm, and I can imagine once you get once you have that it, it, it's a guiding light for the things that you do as well, to your point. So it's the things you say yes to and the things you say no to as well. Absolutely. And and I, I draw a bit of a distinction here about personal branding from kind of a personal motto um, or, or just that sense of who you are as an authentic person because personal branding is about what you can bring to a situation or other people or an organisation. So personal branding has that element of this is who I am this is what I can do and this is what it means for you and so it connects up those dots in a really nice way and says to someone if you deal with me this is what you can expect because I have these strengths these values these attributes great I love that and and um and I think that 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 predictability you know because that sequence creates predictability for the people who are watching you, sensing you, people in, in your organisation that you're dealing with or even your clients, suppliers. And so that predictability, I imagine, um, adds, you know, leads to higher trust and um, just a, a feeling of, of, of trustworthiness. Yeah, absolutely. Um, people know what to expect and you know what to expect in terms of what you're delivering. And your actual development then takes on a different uh, pathway. You're starting to develop yourself in those in that direction that is indicative of your brand. And it's not to say that brand doesn't alter. And this is the other point that I would make, that your personal brand can evolve. So from your original branding, perhaps your original brand statement, um, and who you're providing um, you know, your, your skills and attributes for, it can alter over a period of time. So often when I'm working with mm. leaders, um, I find that there's a, a sense that um, they're at a crossroad mm. and maybe they need to be thinking about doing something else. And where branding comes in is inevitably um, people haven't thought about that deeply enough in terms of how do I direct my career and what I'm seeking so and it's not a it, it, you're right in your initial comments it's not a, a particularly Australian thing that we do to say yeah. um, this is what I'm about this is what I can do and I can yeah. do it for you in this way it, it just feels mm. awkward for people but the authenticity is the is that kind of grounding element that helps people say, well, this is me and, and why shouldn't I show up and be who I am and put forward my ability to, um, to, to help people, to work with people, to provide a service. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, yes, in, I remember the first time I went to New York City and I was flabbergasted because everyone I met, um, you know, the first thing they would say to me without even being asked really 
is this is who I am and this is what I do and this is what I can do for you. And it was so in your face and it was such a difference to the kind of Australian culture that I was, um, you know, used to. So when you see the contrast, it really brings it home. We do have a cultural cringe around that. Yeah, absolutely. And look, just to address that whole idea that people might feel a bit yucky about it and I say, I say this to groups of leaders you know it is a it is it it, it uh, gives you a sense of discomfort sometimes thinking about it but think about this think about the fact that you already have a brand think about people already know you for something people already know what you're about what you can deliver for them and if you're happy with that then that might be fine but generally we haven't examined brand from that perspective very often and we don't think that we can influence but we can and we can do that quite subtly it doesn't have to be the the kind of in your face way because uh, when we do discover who we are mm. at a deeper level our authentic selves we then discover a little bit about how we want to put that forward how we want to put that across so it's unique to us not in your face because um, that's how you have to advertise yourself you think yes. about how you do it authentically. So there's a lot to be gained from actually that um, sense of understanding who you are, what you stand for, strengths and those kinds of things in and around the whole branding discussion. Yeah, I love this. And Graham, um, you, were, you were telling me uh, that there's a link to brand, this kind of personal branding and ageing. Can you explain that? Yeah, look, it's it's a really interesting concept that um, branding is something that can give you a sense of purpose. This is where I'm going. This is who, what I'm about. This is what I'm doing for others. This is what I bring to a situation. And so purpose, we know, gives us a sense of meaning. And that sense of meaning is really powerful as we move through our lives and that we have a sense of um, I'm going somewhere, I'm doing something. And we know that there's a, uh, at the cellular level, and this is really interesting that a, a researcher called Elizabeth Blackburn discovered these things called telomeres, which are the, the little ends on our, um, on our DNA. And these telomeres keep our cells from fraying. They're a bit like the ends on your shoelace. Um, you know, you know when that little black end comes off and your shoelace frays, the, the shoelace is done. It's, it's very difficult to thread, the, thread it back through. Well, a telomere is, is like that. And just to connect that up with purpose, her research found that people who have purpose uh, and meaning in their lives are less likely to experience the fraying of that part of the DNA, that cell at the very at the wow. very small level and and that research is really powerful and she earned a um a nobel prize for this work and um and it, it's uh it's a great uh, great book to read just in terms of um how other things can impact uh how we operate how we live our lives at at a level that ensures that we're maintaining our health at a cellular level which is fascinating that she found out that how we age happens with this breakdown um, of these telomeres that is fascinating um i need to stop my telomeres from fraying 
Instagram. I love that. And, and Absolutely. That, yeah, and, and that book reference, we'll put that in the show notes for people because I think that's um, that would be an amazing read and and an amazing amazing body of research that obviously. Um, you know, is a is an evidence base that we can um, we can kind of apply as well in in daily life. But but you know, we know this intuitively. We know that when we're following our purpose, when we're um, focused on the thing that we that 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 we know, um, you know, we work almost. It feels like we were born to do it. You know, that kind of feeling is the feeling we get, and we do get into that flow. And there's a sense of joy. People, you know, see it around you. And it's just finding that, isn't it, Graham? Because that finding that is is not always the easy road. Uh, no, that's spot on. When you do find it, um, you do have a sense that you're in control, right? You have this self-directed kind of sense about you, which we um, we know is that intrinsic motivation element. And we know we do a lot of things because of what we have to do that we get paid that extrinsic motivator we call that from outside and even extrinsic motivation can be things like getting approval from others but intrinsic motivation when we discover that that comes from directing yourself with something like brand and and pursuing your own um, purpose in life uh, when we do discover that we find that motivation is much more powerful we find that we get in the in the zone in the flow and um, one of the researchers calls it being at one with the music Martin mm-hmm. Seligman who um, is a bit of a, uh, a an iconic figure in positive yeah. psychology had that to say and a really powerful uh, kind of a, a way to think about living your life and making sure that if you start practicing that then um, that will be there for you as you go through various stages of your career. And you won't be thinking, you know, even as you're thinking about retiring, and I'm sure some people um, listening into this podcast would be thinking, well, you know, when my job is finished, what do I do? Uh, And that's a real wake-up call for people around, well, I can still have a brand at that point. That might be about doing things for others around volunteer work, but still maintaining a sense of purpose. And that will insulate you against the effects of aging that will mean that you get up for something and one of the most powerful things around um, mental health as we age is having that purpose yes absolutely it, it's critical isn't it um Graham, Graham, I, we we will probably um need to get you back into the podcast because there's there's a lot more we can go into particularly in terms of the types of brands and also the steps to follow i think i think we'll have another conversation which goes into step one step two step three because i think that there's a lot of detail there that you could share would you come back and do that at another very soon at another time we'll have another another chat about that Absolutely. We can talk about the structure of what a brand looks like. We can talk about some examples so people get a real practical sense of of what branding is about. So, yeah, absolutely. If people are interested at this point, then they'll probably want to know, how do I go and take the next step? Exactly, exactly. And, and Graham, but before, uh, we, before we kind of wrap this up, can you give me an um, – do you have any uh, examples of the work – that you've done with your clients and maybe you don't have to mention names you know but, but what shifts you've seen just so 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 we can get a real sense of the the benefit here yeah look the, the biggest shift i see in people um is going from this brand is almost a no-no is a 
is is kind of someone else does that not me i'm a professional or um that just doesn't sound right to being wow there's something in this um this is really powerful and uh the realization that i don't think uh some people uh have ever directed their lives in a particular way so once you get on the treadmill in some large organizations you go where you need to go and and when people step back and when i ask them a few questions about that they say you know i've never really directed my own mm. pathway and that is a a powerful aha moment that says to them well can you start would that be useful yes right and, and it can happen any at any stage it can happen early middle career late career and as you're saying in re- into retirement as well so absolutely um, more mm. important almost in retirement that mm. uh, if you do lose that connection to work and, and all of that that's involved in that interactions etc that you need to rebuild something in terms of your purpose why am i getting up in the morning yes brand yeah. can be that that kind of link to your next life Exactly, exactly. And Graham, we, 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 we need to go, but look, thank you so much. I wanted to, um, we will definitely get you back to talk about the details of, of sort of the how, because uh, I think this was sort of an introduction to personal branding. It's definitely given me um, a different perspective and hopefully it's given others a different perspective. I know you've got to rush off and see a client. So um, uh, have a wonderful day and thank you so much, Graham. But I'm going to leave the last words to you. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we go? Look, I think it's it's a case of keeping an open mind with this. Just pure and simply go on the journey, see what comes up. And, and if it's not for you, that's fine, but at least take the journey. Fabulous. All right, well, thank you so much, Graham. And we'll put your contact details in the show notes so people can contact you directly. Great. Thanks, Josie. Thank you. Bye. Pleasure.